Welcome to our first of four episodes, Crush Your Next Negotiation, Best Practices of Great Negotiators. Over the next four episodes, we're going to take a look at 20 best practices of great negotiators. Each episode will feature five best practices that will allow you to crush your next negotiation with confidence. My name's Emil Everett, and welcome to All Things Business. So let's get started. The first is great negotiators are trustworthy. They make themselves trustworthy with their actions and deeds. They demonstrate competency and consistency as a negotiator. They also have an uncanny comprehension of any negotiation that allows them the ability to create incredible deals out of thin air. They can negotiate much like a grandmaster of chess. A grandmaster of chess can mentally visualize any series of moves at any moment of a match. Their ability to analyze any board and react appropriately earns them great respect. Successful negotiators do much the same thing in a negotiation. Being consistently competent with the ability to possess a high level of comprehension of any negotiation earns them credibility and respect, an essential aspect of trust. To achieve even greater trust, the best negotiators share, directly or indirectly, their values. That way, the other parties have a comfort level with them with whom they are negotiating with. With greater comfort comes an opportunity for more in-depth conversation and greater, better, quicker outcomes for all involved. In a recent episode, we talked about the components of trust. Great negotiators know all these components and their importance in establishing, strengthening, and restoring trust when necessary. By being trustworthy, our second best practice becomes easier to accomplish. Continually seek understanding. Great negotiators listen and learn, always seeking what the other party is seeking to achieve and how they would like to achieve it. They're not only looking for outcomes, but they're also looking for understanding of the values of all the parties involved in a negotiation. Knowing the desired outcome and all involved values are crucial to the drafting of the terms and conditions of an agreement. To do this, they take a strong interest in the other party. By taking an interest in others, others will take an interest in you. It's incredible what can be accomplished in a negotiation when both parties are working collaboratively for better outcomes. Number three, great negotiators negotiate in good faith. Now, there's two types of negotiations. There's negotiating in good faith and there's negotiating in bad faith. And great negotiators intentionally negotiate in good faith. In other words, they seek deals with positive outcomes. Negotiating in bad faith is, a, is not having a deal done and is doing it for alternative purposes. Say, for an example, a, an, an individual may deal in bad faith to gain knowledge that will likely be utilized against you or another party at a later date. There is one time that in, in a negotiation that you should negotiate in bad faith, and it is used by great negotiators. When the situation arises, they use this tactic in the other party's best interest. For example, if the other party desperately wants something, and you as a negotiator know that it's not in the other party's best interest, you will negotiate in bad faith. An example of dealing in bad faith, you will set up the terms and the conditions that are so outrageous that the other party will walk away from that part of the negotiation or the negotiation altogether. After the talks, if you utilize this tactic, you need to logically explain to the other party why you negotiated in bad faith. Most likely, the other party will thank you for doing what you did. Not doing so will erode trust 
and create resentment in future negotiations. Number four, and this embraces everything we've talked about so far, an excellent negotiator plans. As Ben Franklin once wrote, failing to plan is planning to fail. Astute negotiators are intentional and strategic. They have a plan in place based on a process that addresses every significant negotiation step. From the start, they seek to understand the desired outcomes of all parties involved. They research and analyze the initial situation from every conceivable perspective. Also, when necessary, they begin to bring the deal team together. After the initial analysis, they hold pre-negotiation meetings with all parties involved. These meetings are invaluable to the success of a negotiation. These meetings provide insight as to what the other parties desire, how they would like to proceed, and their interest level. The information derived from these meetings is usually the most critical information to a negotiation. These meetings are generally less formal, and as a result, they produce information useful in crafting a fair deal. It's highly likely that their defenses are down and not yet in negotiation mode. After these initial meetings, great negotiators lay out their strategies and tactics that they likely employ. They map out the negotiation. They design their initial game plan as to how they're going to proceed throughout the talks. If you've ever watched an NFL game, most coaches have a big laminated card with information on handling any situation. Great negotiators are much the same. They've mapped out every likely scenario and is ready to adapt when needed with a predetermined plan of action. So the question is, when was the last time you mapped out your negotiation? Part of the planning will entail a decision on whether or not to make the first offer. After careful analysis, an excellent negotiator is never afraid to go first. In various situations and by nature of the industry, it can work to your advantage to go first. It very well could put you in the driver's seat of the negotiation. From there, the bargaining begins. Once again, planning is the key to success. Throughout the bargaining phase, the best negotiators keep the end goal in mind. They never get lost due to the other party's strategy or tactics. As a result, they're never intimidated in this part of the negotiation. They possess the confidence to manage any situation and meet any aggressive tactic thrown at them. With the end always in mind, they are continually refining the desired outcomes. The best negotiators are then able to transfer the results into absolute terms and conditions. The best negotiators check to make sure that every agreement defines the relationship of the parties, satisfies parties' needs to gain buy-in, that the terms and the conditions set standards for allocation of time, money, and resources, that they minimize or eliminate any risk, are clearly defined, don't contradict each other, set up monitoring and enforcement terms, sets conflict resolution terms, clearly and accurately reflects the spirit of the agreement, align with company, team, and the negotiator's values, and they don't adversely impact future agreements. Upon the execution of the agreement, they continue to monitor the deal's progress. The best negotiators are continuously thinking about the critical components of a negotiation as they unfold. As a result, they never fold or cave single-handedly. One of the best ways of not caving is having a process and strategy in place. Most people who surrender do not have confidence in carrying a negotiation forward, so they succumb to the other party. 
By having a process in place and understanding how a typical negotiation unfolds, you'll be more successful in crushing your upcoming negotiation. Now on to this episode's last topic. Great negotiators negotiate out of necessity. They persuade first, then negotiate. In the initial analysis and pre-negotiation conversations, they look to persuade or influencing before entering into a negotiation. A negotiation involves trade-offs or concessions. Why give anything up if you have the power of persuasion? So persuade first, then negotiate. These are the five, first five best practices of great negotiators. Out of 20, we'll be covering in upcoming episodes and what you need to know to empower yourself and crush your next negotiation. We encourage you to reach out to us with any questions you may have on the topic of negotiations so you can be more successful in your next negotiation. If you enjoyed this episode and don't want to miss an upcoming episode, we encourage you to subscribe. And please let your friends and colleagues at work know about our podcast. Just imagine the impact on your team if everyone listened and implemented what we talked about today. Until our next episode, we wish you nothing but the best. Be safe and be well. Be well.